First off, sorry! Sorry there hasn't been an episode recently. I did put an update kind of explaining the reasons why, but for those who didn't listen to it, logistical reasons, global pandemic, and we just haven't had to die! Etc, etc. But yeah, just wanted to say sorry, but we are getting back on track, so enjoy this episode. And welcome to Finito, the Myth the Movie podcast where we look at myths and legends from around the world and how they influence the movies you know and love. I am your host, Henry Finnegan, along with my co-host... Oh my lord, I can't be as excited as your voice. Yeah. <laughs> Amy! How high are you going to go? And we're back with a bite-sized episode. Even though last time we said that, it went on for three hours. But this is a bite-sized episode because we haven't had that much time to research it's three it. Three hours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It wasn't three hours, it was like an hour and something. But we are back, Jack, in 2021. Who's Jack? <laughs> <laughs> 2021 has been slightly weird so far. You know, obviously, lockdowns going in and out, yeah, lockdowns, it's a bit weird, isn't it? people not being able to travel, even though. But it's different in every country, yeah, isn't it? It's just, it's just a little bit weird. So, yeah, we've been a little bit behind, but we're back with the bite side episode. So, should we just get straight into yeah, it? Yeah, just do it. Straight do into it. it. So. What is this week's episode about? I don't know. Horus. Ooh. The Egyptian deity. Oh, I see. Yeah. The Birdman. The Birdman. Now, do you know much about Horus? Um, or Horus? How would you pronounce I've it? I've seen, like, the imagery and everything. And we did a bit of Egyptian history, but we didn't really cover it, like, too in detail. So, yeah, Birdman. So let's get into it. So the myth, or the, let's describe it first. So... Horus is the the falcon-headed god. Now, sometimes it's referred to that he has the head of a falcon, and sometimes it's just like... Yeah, it kind of freaks me out. Sometimes but, it's yeah. just a helmet. Though. I, this really scares me, like the whole, is it is it a helmet, or is it actually like a bird man, falcon so man? So he's one of the most recognisable uh, symbols of Egypt. You've probably seen the um, the eye of Horus, uh, which is uh, you know, the Egyptian eye with kind of like mm-hmm. kind of, uh, stuff going off it. Uh, it's used on hotels, restaurants, and stuff uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's if when if you go to a crazy golf and they've got an Egyptian section, yeah, yeah, he's usually, <laughs> he's usually carpeted somewhere. It's like become over. Oh, I love crazy over. golf. But let's let's kind of let's go back mm-hmm. into the the origin okay. myth of Horus. Now, Horus uh, is the son of Osiris and Isis, who are brother and sister. Okay, like the um, dog in Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Isis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so um, he is—he is the divine, the divine child of the Holy Family. Now there is some theories that Jesus, the, the story of Jesus and stuff, is almost a retelling of Horus because of similarities oh. and stuff like that. But, but that is a touchy subject, so let's not get into that. So let's start with how Horus uh, came to be his, his his birth. Now there are kind of different versions and kind of uh, you know, different stories about how he came about, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. But the the, the first one is that Horus is the son of Osiris and Isis, who were kind of brother and sister, but he's the divine child. And there was a bit of an argument between uh, Horus's dad, Osiris, and his brother Set. And they used to fight quite a lot. Boom, 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 whatever. Anyway, Set murdered Osiris before Horus was even conceived. Now, this is a bit weird, yeah? Okay. So, 
Set destroyed Osiris, broken up into pieces. Mm. And then Horus's mum, Isis, uh, got his body parts back together. Most most important part, the penis. And then what? used the penis to uh, conceive Horus. Are you joking? <laughs> no, no, I mean... Are you really joking? So, in some stories, that part's removed and Isis... How did she use it? Isis... It doesn't uh, work. Isis just has a miraculous kind of birth, a little bit like the Virgin Mary, but... Um, but in other stories, it's like she uses a bit of the body, and then he, she births Horus. Can't remember if it is. <laughs> it's horrible. But there's loads of different ways that um, he's, he's got a great story, hasn't he? So apparently, he's he's these body parts were thrown into the sea that was eaten by a catfish, except for his penis. That's quite convenient. And that's the only bit that, that she needed, obviously. Why did but they not eat it? Sometimes it's eaten by a crab. Why did they not eat it? I'm, I'm a, just not. Just not their cup of tea. <laughs> Didn't fancy a, a sausage. No. But yeah, so um, some other accounts say that, um, as I said, remove the penis from the story and it's just a miraculous, uh, miraculous birth. But anyway, after getting pregnant uh, with Horus, uh, Isis fl- uh, fled to... Fl- fled? Flee! Flees! Flees <laughs> to Nile Delta Marshlands to hide her uh, from her brother, Set, who, um, who was obviously killed by Osiris. And he wants to kill um, Horus too. Oh, okay. And then there she has the divine son, Horus. Now, he's one of the um, many gods associated with the falcon. Um, and his name, Horus, means he who is above and he who is distant. Uh, or some people would think, think Horus refers to aliens. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You know, like the guy from the History Channel, alien, um, uh, because he's from above. It's uh, referring oh, I to see. how, especially if he's got like a part bird man. Yeah, because he's flying. How, how do you explain someone who can fly? Anyway, we're getting. Can we're he talking. really fly? We go, yeah, yeah. We have, we're going ahead of ourselves. How? If you just got ahead anyway, of the bird. So the falcon has had been worshipped uh, f- from early times of, as a cosmic deity, and the body represents the heavens, and the eyes represent the sun and the moon. And Horus is depicted as a falcon wearing a crown. Uh, with a cobra. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's it's a weird one. kind of crown, like a bowling pin, isn't a, it? It's supposed to be a cobra, the hooded cobra, um, which the gods and pharaohs wore on their foreheads to kind of symbolise mm-hmm. uh, royalty and stuff, and protect it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's loads of different versions of Horus. There's like the younger version of Horus and like an older version of Horus, and kind of different versions. But the younger one is obviously it said when Horus is an infant, his uh, his dad was already killed, but to keep um, him away from Set, Isis hides him. Uh, where she protects him from the poisonous snakes, scorpions, crocodiles, wild animals and stuff. And as he grew up, he learns to ward off danger, become strong enough to fight Set. Okay. Or Seth, or Set, whatever. Okay. And claim his rightful inheritance as the king of Egypt. Oh. Um, as a result, Horus is associated with the titleship of kingship and the personification of regal power. Okay. Yes, that's why you see it kind of everywhere. Like, yeah. Come to the Horus Hotel. And with everything, you know, like uh, most people on the throne said, I was put here by divine right. Uh, oh, f- every king says that. Pharaohs would Chosen say, by God. I am a relative, a distant relative of Horus. So that's why I need to be uh... on the throne. So, yeah. But there are other versions of Horus. So there's different names for him. So uh, there's Horus. Birdman. <laughs> Or there's Horus, or there's Heru. Falcon guy. Heru, Horror, or Hor, Hem, 
So there's Horus the Younger and Horus the Elder and Horus in the Horizon. Those are different versions of him um, from different parts of his life. So Horus the Elder was a form of Horus, but he was a, he was the son of Geb and Nut, or Nut, uh, which is a different different person. So kind of different stories, but he's the Horus. What? So basically, it, the, uh, Horus the Elder absorbed local legends, local gods, uh, including a, a hawk god, uh, Nekani, and uh, a war god known as the Great One, and kind of they merged those stories into one to make Horus. Okay. So they kind of like, oh yeah, that sounds a bit familiar. I'll just shove this yeah, in there and kind right. of like, that sounds a bit. <laughs> so, have you heard? Have you heard the story about my hawk god? Oh well, actually, no, no, no. That sounds a lot similar to my hawk god, who's so much more powerful. <laughs> So uh, and then <laughs> and then uh, there's the the later ones which is uh, Horus and Horizon. He's represented the dawn and the early morning sun, and he was often depicted as a sphinx with the head of a man. Hmm. Nothing like that. Don't let him cry on you. But as I said, the the biggest thing there that most people have seen is the the eye of uh, Horus, and the reason that is because Horus had uh, his eye pulled out, ripped out. His bird eye or his man eye. Well, his eye. Which it depends one? what story his real eye. Has he got a head or is it a bird's head? Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. In some stories, yeah, that's his head. Does that mean his dad was just a part bird? Well, his dad or was his a Saurus. But... Was he a bird then? What is his dad? I just want to know if he's a bird man. <laughs> he's, not a, just he's not a bird a man. A man wearing a bird helmet. But anyway, he gets his eye pulled out. <laughs> he gets his eye pulled out, which is obviously by set, I think it is. So he's only got one eye. He's only got one eye, okay. which is the point that we're going to bring up later on. Right. But he gets, he gets one eye. So the symbol of the eye of Horus, which is like a, a painted um, like Pharaoh's eye with kind of stuff coming up. I think it's a cobra coming up here. So the majority of the eye... So that's it. So Set and Horus fight each other. Boom, boom, boom. After Osiris' death. And then Set gouges out Horus's left eye. And the, the majority of the eye was then restored by Hathor, or Foth. <laughs> <laughs> and then Horus's eye was then recovered, uh, and he offered it to his father, uh, Osiris, and then uh, in hopes of restoring him. But it's supposed to have... So now the eye, when you see it somewhere, it has healing properties. and okay. So if you see someone drawing it, it's like, I meant to heal you with the eye of Horus. Mm-hmm. As I said, millions of different versions which kind of like merged into one. And... Uh, but how do you think he died? Now, many stories say that he didn't die because obviously he's a, a deity that's not supposed to die. But bad flu. No. So apparently there is death. One death uh, referred to is that Horus dies by the sting of a scorpion. Well, he's only got one eye, so I suppose if, if a scorpion comes on, in on your blind spot, then you're doomed, aren't you? Yeah. So uh, Set uh, sends the uh, scorpion Yuhat, and it uh, stings him to death. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very, it's not the greatest death. Yeah, it's not the best one. But, um, but there are uh, celebrations of Horus. So uh, celebra- the, cel- the Festival of Victory was an annual uh, Egyptian festival dedicated to Horus. Um, it was celebrated at the Temple of Horus in Edfu, is that how you pronounce that? And took place during the second month of the Season of Emergence, which mm. was the sixth month in the Egyptian calendar. Ceremonies took place during the festival, included a performance of a sacred drama, which mm. commemorated the victory, basically a stage play of, her, of his victory. Mm-hmm. And then the main actor of this drama was the king of Egypt himself. So he's like, I'm putting myself in the best role, Horus. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he played the role of Horus. And then his adversary was a hippo, 
and, uh-huh. and he played the, the role of Set. And in the what course of the ritual, hippo? the king would strike the hippo with a harpoon and then kill it. Was he a and real hippo? Apparently, yeah. Oh, no! And the destruction of the hippo by the king commemorated mm-hmm. the defeat of Set by Horus, which also legitimised him as the king of Egypt. But it's like that the king attended the festival every year, and in many cases it was probably just someone dressed up as the king or a priest would stand in for it. Mm-hmm. And it was unlikely that a real hippo uh, was used constantly maybe every like, year, because that would like be, the... be a lot of dead maybe, hippos. Maybe like it? on the first one. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, that was a bit... Mm-hmm. So it's probably like guys dressed up as... You know, like, like we don't use real horses in pantomimes, do we? So. Yeah, but you know when you go to those reenactments and they've got real horses there? You know, when they do the jousting. Yeah, well, and then and some horses actually are actors, aren't they? So they can fall over. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. they can point. They can point. All those horses that they used in Braveheart, which animal rights people actually um, uh, tried to sue the company because they thought the horses were real. Because there's that scene where they get impaled on spikes. Yeah, that's harsh, isn't but it? But they, it was models. They weren't real horses. Okay. That's so, how um, so good they were. Like they would actually stab some horses just for a film. Well, I don't know if you've seen... But like in the 1920s, Well, maybe. no, there's that film, isn't there? Um, what? Uh, what's it called? Cannibal Holocaust. They actually killed animals for the film. Oh, no. That's why it was banned for years because there's mm. actual um, animals. All right, carry on. Anyway, so, as I said, this is the bite-sized episode. Where we go so. from? <laughs> <laughs> no, so we could go deeper into more horror kind of yeah, like yeah. stuff. So we're giving you the brief outline. So, uh, brief summary. Body of a man. Head of the Still not well established if, if this is actually a bad nah, man well, or a man with a helmet on. Well, that's, and and also similarities to Jesus' story. So yeah, yeah but Jesus didn't get killed by her scorpion sting, did he? Oh, did he? <laughs> no. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we go from myth to movie <laughs> to movie. Okay, so let's start off with an absolute killer. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. You ready? 1994 directed by Roland Emmerich oh I see it's Gatestar <laughs> <laughs> if uh, only they'd named it that Stargate yeah, Stargate okay. so obviously Horus isn't the main focus here but you've, let's, got, you've got bird people with bird heads let's give a brief summary of the plot shall we there's a big gateway an interstellar telete- teleportation <laughs> device found in Egypt leads to a planet with humans resembling ancient Egyptians who worship the god Ra. No, don't do that, because it's scary. <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah, so they obviously find this strange device. Now, there is, uh, we could do the myths of Stargate. No, that's um, too long. Not now. I'm talking okay. about it as a separate episode, because, you know, the Stargates of, you know, blah, blah. You know, people go on about the conspiracy theory that that's the real reason America was invading Iraq and stuff because there was what? a Stargate. They... Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was all the oil. Yeah, yeah, there's the oil and the Stargate. And so the Stargate. Oil, yeah, oh, okay. Anyway, yeah, but... I suppose. I mean, yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's not like traveling in time. It's traveling across planet. Uh, planet. Traveling across space, isn't it? Yeah, but Stargate isn't about traveling in time either. No, I said it's not traveling in time. No, no, it's, it's, it's traveling, traveling in space, yeah. isn't yeah. it? So, uh, it, as I said, in 1928 in Egypt, strange devices found, and eventually the linguist uh, Daniel Jackson, played by uh, James Spader, is uh, brought um, to help the, uh, the government. And then, kind of, there's a, a colonel, um, Jack O'Neill, who's played by Kurt Russell, uh, goes with them. 
they find like an Egyptian uh, community there, but they can't um, read or write. There's no read or writing there. And they're all like slaves, aren't they? No slaves. And then and the big spaceship turns up, which is a pyramid. Yeah, oh, and it's like an alien. And, and it's, it's right. And it's played by um, Jay Davidson, who was the the guy from uh, the Crying Game. Jay Davidson plays Ra in the film, mm-hmm. and he's kind of this sort of asexual kind of like mm-hmm. uh, kind of deity that has red eyes, which they added later because. Testing mm-hmm. didn't but anyway, he has a but he has Horus guards in it, mm-hmm. and they're the guards of you know, with, they're basically sort of half naked dudes with metal uh, helmets that are mm-hmm. in the shape of the Falcon and stuff. <clears throat> and in fact, in this one, it's actually played by um, what's his name? Dimion uh, Honsu, who was obviously in uh, Amistad and stuff like that. Um, but Roland Emmerich likes to claim that he found him because uh, he, he appeared in this and then uh, Amistad. Um, came out in '97. Mm-hmm. And Spielberg said that oh, I found him. I found him. And it's like, well, oh, he was in Stargate first. He found though, himself. Even though um, his best role was in Deep Rising. Money, money. Oh my! <laughs> was that him? Yeah. Oh my lord! Yeah. yeah. Does get yeah. have a really long role? Yes. That, so, um, so <coughs> in this, uh, obviously, the Lord Ra and stuff has these kind of like uh, Horus guards and stuff. But I said a little, a few facts about the film. I mean, did you like this film? I love this film. Yeah, it's a good film. I mean, I Roland Emmerich isn't so great now, I don't think. Is he not? No. <laughs> well, it was Independence Day 2. Oh, my God. I didn't even remember awful. that. Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. But anyway, so when this film came out... It was pretty good. It had good music as well, didn't it? And um, it was a v- adventure plot. Wasn't well, it? apparently James Spader said that he only did this because sometimes you got a mortgage to pay. <laughs> Well, that's true. But yeah, um, but the early pre-release screenings of the film apparently were disastrous, and the percentage of the audience who liked the movie fell like below thirty percent or whatever. Hmm. So the executive producer Mario Casar realised that the main problem was that they uh, it didn't make any sense because they had the the people speaking Egyptian and and Ra speaking, but they didn't put any subtitles on. So for long periods of time, there was just people speaking Egyptian, and obviously American audience not willing to. to guess what's going on, they they put subtitles on, and then all of a sudden it became uh, really popular. In fact, it was one of the the hit movies of Hang that on. year. What would you not put subtitles on? Like not everyone knows Egyptian, though. Yeah, well, no, I mean, the, the, I think they were hoping that they would get what was going on, going on from what they're talking about. But... Oh, there's certain scenes where like he's drawing a symbol and he's saying stuff. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, I they, I didn't but, need but well, when Ra's telling his men, he's like, "Who is this man?" Blah 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 and stuff. They didn't put. They didn't have subtitles for that. Yeah, but you kind of and know what's Ra going didn't on. have red glowing eyes. They had to add those on later on Why? because people were like, is he an alien or is he just a yeah, really, just just give oh yeah, a man, be... like a cool man. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get that. So they put that on it. But yeah, he did really well, and it was one of the surprise hits of '94. And uh, Roger Ebert is put it on his most hated list. He Why? hated it. He said it wasn't really, very good. But obviously, Why not? Why is he hated for? Rolling Emmerich films are. are on a, on a whole, so like if you look at it. But anyway, going back to that, the reason I, I the reason I like this film, the first time I saw it was that because I wanted to see Independence Day when it came out, soon and I couldn't oh, yeah. go to see it, mm-hmm. and I used to cut little pieces of paper out of the newspaper. Anyway, when they were finally released it on VHS, if you bought Independence Day for its full price, you oh. got Stargate for a pound. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I bought it, and I think I enjoyed Stargate. 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 Um, more than I did at the time. I just, I just don't know what there isn't to enjoy about it, to be honest. 
Yeah, it's so, a big gate and they go through it and then there's like fighting and what's wrong with it? It's not like a Oscar winning film. Well, there's the twist in it. Well, no, not twist in it. That, um, it's kind of a twist. Kurt Russell's got like his son shot himself with a gun or something. Oh, God, yeah, that's hard. So they give him that, they give him that kind of ham-fisted way of like, he's got nothing to live for. Yeah. And then they send him to the, the planet, which we don't know what the actual name of the planet is in this, but... I think it's named in the TV series, which we're about, about to talk about. But then he goes to blow up Ra, and then he uses the nuclear mm-hmm. bomb to blow up Ra in the spaceship. Yeah, yeah, instead, so, yeah. In the end, and then he realizes he's got something to live for. But yeah, but I mean, Kurt Russell's pretty good in this. It's got mm-hmm. um, I said James Spader's in it. It's got a bunch of, of um, what's his name, French guy from um, French from uh, played right from the Sun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's a good popcorn mm-hmm. movie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Loads of shooting. They've got those flying little things as well that the spaceships. And it's like when they. I still got the horror figure. When they turn the Stargate on, it, it looks like a bit. Looks like a bit of water. I like that bit. Yeah, the water bit. And and at the end, it finishes, doesn't it? With the going through the Stargate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all that the, the film was Chevron One encoded. Oh yeah, I hate that. Chevron Two encoded. It's like it's so American, isn't it? Chevron. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so. But on. moving on, obviously, this spawned the Stargate SG-1 TV show, mm-hmm. which came out in 1997. Oh, so not yeah. that far. Not that long. Yeah. Now, actually, I, my brother and I always said that they stole the idea for us, because we watched Stargate, and we are like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they found other Stargates that took you to other places? And obviously, that's the premise of the TV show, isn't it? No, it's like, they were probably ahead of their time, because they could have done another film and another film but instead like nowadays they're thinking oh let's do a TV show so really they they did the right thing didn't they really? yeah yeah probably probably um, so what TV show oh, one, one thing I forgot to mention about the thing so Jay Davison um, as I said was famous for uh, the guy who played Ra is famous for playing uh, Dell in The Crying Game if you've seen that I'm not going to spoil that for you if you haven't seen it apparently the the they call it the attention he received after that role of playing Dell mm-hmm. in The Crying Game made him turn down any film roles and stuff and because he was what? quite a hot property because there's oh. if you watch the film uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you but uh, he got a lot of attention about the certain role that he played in, oh, okay. and they wanted him to be in this role because they wanted that sort of same sort of oh, yeah, yeah. ambiguous kind of mm-hmm. uh, figure and he turned it down and he actually said well I'm not going to do it so I'll just ask them for a ridiculous fee and he asked them for one million dollars. Are you joking? And they said yes. And he was like, woohoo! Really? <laughs> yeah, so we did it. And then that was his last film. What's, what did you do then? He, he's, he quit uh, acting. He's retired with his millions one, of One pounds. million dollars. Yeah. Well, fair enough, to be honest. So um, so obviously he he wouldn't return for the sequel anyway, would it? Because he's dead. But, but I mean, yeah, he did a bit of acting in it, but it wasn't in a lot of it. Was he? He got a million pounds for that. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Pretty toy, and that was what a million pounds in 1994. Mm-hmm. That's like two million pounds, isn't it? In nowadays, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, as I said, the TV series 1997, and uh, the creators of that was uh, Jonathan Glassner and Brad Wright. And then this obviously didn't have any of the actors returned for this. You had instead Richard the, Dean Anderson, the guy looks really like the guy, though, yeah. Michael he? Shanks, yeah. Uh, the guy played, um, he looks really like uh, what's his name, uh, Daniel Jackson, looked the spit of him, of mm-hmm. James Spader. Mm-hmm. With the hair, but my James, my favorite James Bader's role is 
In the office. In the office. Why is Jim <laughs> treating the magician poor? Yeah. Anyway, so the TV series spanned from 97 to 2007, so t- 10 years. And it spawned two sequel, uh, two spin-offs, which was Stargate Atlantis, which stars Jason Momoa. Mummy! <laughs> or Jason Mimosa, as uh, the, the weekend drinks. And then the other one... <laughs> uh, the uh, other one was Stargate Universe, which had uh, Robert Carlyle in it. Okay. She was then flying in space and stuff. So, pretty big system. But then it kind of like built on the myth of Horus and Ra and stuff, and it came up with them symbiote things called Gwalds mm-hmm. and then there was Teal'c remember he was like one of the yeah, yeah. he was one of the Horus guards or whatever but mm-hmm. he had like a, a worm in his stomach and then they removed yeah. the worm or whatever and uh, to be honest I watched some of it and then like it kind of like now I watched I watched the first series uh, first couple of series and then it kind of it was like Monster of the Week in the end it was like yeah. oh look I, I knew a lot of people that did like it but I just, I didn't, I just didn't keep up with it in the end so, I'd watch it if it was on like what channel was it on was it on like Channel 5 or something? Channel 4. Mm-hmm. So Channel 4. Yeah, I'd watch if it was Channel 4. Like... They did a two-hour special when it came on. They put the film on and then they put that oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um... <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Nerd! 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 Anyway, so in this they have a, a Horus, or is it, in this one is actually Heru, is actually um, these, uh, the offspring of Ra and Hathor in this one. And he plays a big part in it, and he becomes one of the big villains okay. in it. But he's actually played by um, Douglas Arthurs in this, as J- J- Jafar, as they call him in this one. And he um, eventually gets blown up in, you know, by, by the guys and stuff. Yeah. So the big episodes for him are, um, well, it's the Serpent's Lair and, and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot cheaper, isn't it? special effects yeah, I mean there's some much. really cool stuff in there but I remember watching one episode where they went to a Stargate because they find out that each Stargate has like a telephone dialing system on it mm-hmm. and that was the power for it and there was one they obviously didn't have any money and then they were on top of a cliff and the Stargate was going to fall into the sea oh, no. and it's, they just spent all day in a little house before it fell into the sea it was, yeah that's what kind of when I drifted up like the same as uh, that stupid program Your Honour when they just sit in the courtroom <laughs> well, that's and then they it. decide a rubbish ended um, but the thing is, obviously, a TV show when it goes on for too long, they kill the characters and they bring them back and they kill them and they bring them back. I hate that, though. I back. really hate that. And over the course of the series, um, age, uh, the Carter she died and came back nine times. But like, oh Jack O'Neill God. died and came back fourteen times. What? Daniel Jackson died and came back fifteen times. Yeah, but how did they come back? Just loads of different episodes, so we can't go through. I'm just saying how preposterous it is. Teal'c died and came back 22 times. Oh, God. They, and, and they're deaths and alternate deaths and robotic then, versions it, of the character. Oh, and they, they, these are confirmed deaths as well, so these aren't just. This is the problem with like people being coming back to life or time travel coming back to life. Like when someone dies, it's no longer like, oh no, that's it. It's no, like, but, but, there's always it, the potential that they could be brought back to life in some mysterious way. I mean, comic books, I get it because you've got like a hot property and you've got to bring it back. But in a film, or I don't know, you've got to have weight for it. At least Game of Thrones, depending on no matter what you think of the last series, at least it had, like, it killed the characters off and then it had weight when they died. It was like, yeah, they're yeah. dead. We, that's it. That's it. That's it. They're dead. Yeah. They might come back as a White Walker. But yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, just like that was. Well, we didn't get um, uh, the mum. That was another disappointing ending. The mum was supposed to come back, wasn't she? In the book, she turns because she comes back as like the, the, the zombie version. Of yeah, 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 I remember telling that. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I mean, I enjoyed, as I said, I enjoyed it. I kind of grew out of it. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. some hardcore Stargate fans yeah. that aren't fans of the film. They're fans of the TV show more okay. than that. But I'm, I'm a fan of the film. I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. But Roland Emmerich, taste, I, he did he did express interest of doing a series, but because of a, a, a sequel, but none of the main actors wanted to come back, and obviously the success of the TV show. There's yeah. talks about them rebooting it, the film and the TV series. I don't I know. Can see them, I can see them doing the film again. I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, I just don't know. But I, I, I don't really, I don't know. Do you need to? Do you? Yeah, well, I mean, you don't need to do anything, do you? Really? It's like the sequels that they remake now. It's just like rebooting stuff constantly again and again and again. To be honest, like, at the moment, there's a lot of rubbish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a general statement. At it's the like, moment now, there's a lot of rubbish. In my, Back in my day, there was only a little bit of rubbish. I don't know. Like, I feel like the uh, like, there's some really good like films and stuff, but the endings of everything is just really poor. Like, yeah, I, really poor. I feel, and I feel that it's really weird that scriptwriters and editors, I, I, maybe it's, I don't know if it's the power that everyone's able to write and edit. Like before, it was like a, a trained skill that you had to go in and you had to have the right equipment to do it. But oh. everyone's got a laptop and everyone's got. a word yeah, and they go like, oh look I can write a script and then it's just like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's structured anymore and it doesn't feel like yeah. there's a there's a, a strong narrative it's like yes we're subverting expectations by putting the third act before the fact and not answering that question that we raised in the first one yeah. well it's just like no you just made a rubbish film haven't you mm-hmm. but that's my little rant over anyway talking I'll... of rubbish films <laughs> oh we travel forward to 2004 and mm, a film the that? immortal <laughs> yeah, that's that that was my that was my can you please can you please say what you're looking at here what describe it's what's like happened it's like a weird man but i don't know he's got like the head of a is it the head of a bird and falcon and then he's covering covering his private parts with his hands well sitting down next to a man so, that's wearing like a, a black shirt and black jeans this is such a weird film um so this film's called immortal and um it's a uh, so basically in New York City in the twenty first in the late twenty first century, genetically altered uh, people live side by side by unaltered unaltered people, okay. and in Central Park, a mysterious encased intrusion zone where people attempt to enter are killed instantly, and a strange pyramid appears above the city. And stuff. It's, it's making me feel sick. Yeah. It's like this and pyramid. then the gods of Egypt for some reason are in the pyramid. Right. And they judge Horus, and they cast him out, and they don't make him. They stop him being immortal. Mm. And then in the city below, it's this weird stuff. Anyway, it's a, it's such a weird thing. So when God, the Horus is sentenced to death, he seeks a new human host <coughs> and a woman to bear his child. And it's one of the most bizarre films I've I've, I've seen. It's mm. just really weird. So it was one of the several films that first came out that did the digital backlot. So do you remember? Um, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, oh, with Jude Law, where everything was CGI and it was yeah, like, it's but horrid. it looks like it was CGI and it was trying to go for that 1950s look, you know, kind of. I didn't like it. It had some some subtle no, charm to it. And it had tiny mm. elephants in that one. Remember? Uh, even that, even that didn't make up for it. But anyway, this is one of the first ones to have like an all background CGI stuff, and it it hasn't aged well and it looks pretty bad. It's based upon the first two volumes of the um, Nicopol uh, trilogy comic books books but um it's just weird comic books books yeah. <laughs> graphic novels 
Um, but it's a bit weird. But I've all had some uh, some reviews of the uh, of the film because <laughs> it's so weird. Just watch the trailer. You don't don't go don't don't go and um, force yourself to uh, to watch the film because it's terrible. It's, a, it's so, rare that a film offers so much to see and so little to think about. We look at a CGI world made of ones and zeros, watching a story made mostly of zeros. <laughs> that was Mark Leffers. And then this one here. The Egyptian god Horus shows up in pyramid floating above Manhattan in 2095. The CGI special effects are as strange as the plot. For no obvious reason, more than half the human characters are played by Final Fantasy avatars. And the story leaves a lot of loose ends. But there is more imagination on display here than does in Hollywood blockbusters. Confusing, but worth a look for the adventurous. Okay. So it might be worth a go. No. But don't expect much from it. It's terrible. All right, then. Well, it's just, just watch the trailer, because it has this man morphing through a pyramid wall, and then he turns into a bird man. Oh, is that what he's doing? Yeah, he's, he's kind of... I thought there was, like, a window in the pyramid, and he was sticking that, that his would, head out. That would make sense, but it, it, it's... <laughs> It's like they couldn't animate a window opening, so he has to like. Yeah, but the, you don't have a window in a pyramid, do you? I, I don't know. You might have one in the one that's flying above no, Manhattan. I don't really. So. <laughs> anyway, so moving on to our last film of the uh, of the lot today, which is one of your favourites. Is it really? Gods of Egypt. It's not my favourite. Dun, 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 dun. So, twenty sixteen Gods of Egypt, and this is directed by Alex Proyas who oh. directed one of my favourite films when I was younger, Dark City. Okay. You know Dark City? With it's, he wakes up with no memory and he's in the city and there's loads of weird stuff going on. It's a really good film. It's cult following. And he did The Crow as well. Oh, well, that's just scary. Yeah. So anyway, so Alex Proyas... <coughs> so anyway, Alex Proyas is... Um, he's... He was born in Egypt, which is... Point to raise being that he's making a film about gods of Egypt, uh, but his his parents are Greek, so he's not actually Egyptian. Mm-hmm. But he makes this film all about gods of Egypt, mm-hmm. and he casts Horus and Set and and all the, uh, the, the Egyptian gods, <laughs> and he chooses Gerard Butler <laughs> to, to be in it. What is a good actor? But Maybe. not only does that, he cho- chooses um, which is Nikolai Costa-Waldu from Game of Thrones to be mm-hmm. in it as well. Mm-hmm. And then makes an entire film with not one Egyptian actor in it. Yeah, I guess so. It's Not even the not even the extras were Egyptian. Yeah. It's like, you're making a film called Gods of Egypt and you don't get any Egyptian and it's people. It's very being. specific, I suppose. So let's, let's, the plot of this is... Mortal hero Beck teams up with the god Horus, who's played by... Oh my by, god, I've just realised. He's played by Nikolai Costa, okay. who loses his eye mm-hmm. in this. And he's set to fight against Seth, who's played by Gerard Butler, uh, the merciless god of darkness, uh, who has usurped Egypt's throne. And then there's loads of trials, and there's some love interests, and then she gets to Hades, not Hades, mm-hmm. uh, the underworld. Oh, yeah. and, um, I quite liked it to be fair. The young thief and stuff. But there's a lot of CGI in this, isn't it? Yeah, it's just one of those films that you just watch and then it's just a bit, you know, doesn't mean anything. It's just but fun it's, to watch. But it's weird because, like, Jared Butler's got wings in it at one point, and then uh, Nikolai, what's his face, has got uh, wings. But then they turn into these, like, mech, yeah, it's a bit mech weird, suit version, and then they're like, yeah, yeah. 
they're fighting each other for like 20 minutes and it's yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. going on and it's, it's like yeah. those are the only bits that I'd say yeah I think I, I mean I do every time it's on I'm like <laughs> it's that stupid film yeah. and then we watch it to the credits mm-hmm. roll and stuff like that but do you think a lot of Egyptian people minded that they didn't use Egyptian actors but it's one of those films that's like one of those American American blockbuster yeah, so, films. Yeah, so when they 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 ex- yeah. they got accused by oh, not accused, but they but got it's all going someone. around nowadays, isn't it? That you all to be, you know, you need to have, you know. Yeah, if you, but if you're writing a thing about, it, you'd think at least have yeah, like, like so one a few. person. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, one yeah. film anyway. So get, get they were yeah. because they were heavily criticised for casting um, mostly Caucasian actors, actors mm-hmm. uh, and the leads, obviously. Um, uh, the director issued an apology. <laughs> the production company issued a separate apology, mm-hmm. and yeah, the film company. Yeah, but still, but I don't think they. Would, I don't think they'd probably set out to offend anyone. No, it's just it's just the. It's just. But that's how it's going nowadays. But then you can still get that stupid person, you know, playing. What's that film that we watched? And they're all doing weird Irish accents. Oh, Christopher Walken doing them. Um, you can no? still get people doing that. Yeah, or like people Gerard Butler playing an Irish person. He played an in PSI I Love You. Oh, God, is that So you got a Scotchman to play an Irishman. That's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's like if you met a Scotchman in the pub and went, oh, how's Ireland? Then it'd be offensive, wouldn't but, it? Yeah, anyway. but it's like, where do you where do you draw the line? Anyway, so, so in this film, uh, the depiction of Horace isn't obviously totally correct. In this, he gets both his eyes ripped out. Oh, yeah. Um, but in the story, it's only the left one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of trials and stuff that they kind of do and stuff. But as I said, on the whole, it's... Yeah, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Al- but Alex Proyas is kind of fallen from the uh, the the pedestal that I want to say the pedestal that I used to put him on but the, he used to be held up to, to uh, high regard the crow and mm-hmm. dark city are cool favourites aren't they you know I mean how many times have you been to mm-hmm. a Halloween night someone's dressed up as mm-hmm. as uh, the crow mm-hmm. but so <laughs> this is the part where we go to do you believe in what Horace the no, like I don't know a lot about him. No, but I mean there might have been some kind of man, bird. So yeah. So what about the thing that we slightly mentioned about uh, conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists, theorists, and people saying that the fact that they or there was loads of birds and stuff like that was actually a reference to aliens coming down and helping. You know, the people always say the pyramids were built by slaves. It was helped by the craftsmanship that was done was too advanced for people of that area and loads of people say that they must have had some alternative help um, so the depictions of gods with wings and helmets I think they're, I think they're intelligent helmets now you look at a space helmet now and it has wings on it like a, a pilot's wings oh, and yes. stuff like that and then you look at a man's uh, then look at him with wings on that's how you yeah well we'll never know will we there we go Ah, but they recently found that city of uh, a, a secret city in Egypt that was buried under the sand. They've only just found it in the last but week. Like you, if you know, yeah, it, there might have been, you know, aliens, but we'll never know, will we? Unless Try. we find a stargate. Unless we find something that a suggests stargate. that. But then I think people might have been intelligent enough to work out how to do a pyramid. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the fact that that's just the the craftsmanship of like, the precision of um. Precision of what? Of the cutting and stuff like that, with the tools that they had yeah, at that I time, reckon, they wouldn't be able to do certain things like that. I reckon they figured it out well enough. To be fair, maybe they just in- underestimated them. Or it's maybe like Stonehenge. Like, 
about yeah, how they moved yeah. the stones from there. People still are about that. Out. Don't they? No, maybe they figured it out. They just didn't write it down, I guess. Like, there's no evidence of it. So, do you believe in horse? Do you believe in Horace? Well, I think his story's Horace. probably been mixed around and exaggerated, and probably was a dude called Horace. But it's his <laughs> his true story will no, never be known. See, like the Greek mythology, I want to believe in all of the Egyptian gods. In fact, I want all the gods from the different areas to to have really existed and be like, and then come I'm back. Quite, and that's quite fun. scary. I find yeah, that that's really scary. Terrifying and amazing at the same time. But like this, it's really confusing because there's lots of gods. Yeah, but gods I of mean, regions and stuff like that. Like, kind of imagine that if the gods only had power in certain regions. Like in Game of Thrones, they, they have the trees, don't they? The tall, um, I guess uh, but so. In, I think it's in the book. They're only in the north, so they don't have the same powers they do down south. Are these like the fallible gods, where they do they yeah, can yeah, do yeah. stuff wrong? When the gods were petty and cruel. Yeah. But Not I like the like, all the path. Yeah, I like uh, like the Greek mythology. They're all like. Stupid so. morons, aren't they? Doing stupid stuff, and a little bit like uh, Egyptian mythology, you know, stabbing your brother because you fancy his missus. It, it's just like, like the who not, did that? What uh, Osiris and Seth? Yeah, but it was his sister at the same time. So it's a bit weird. <laughs> so no, no, you don't believe? Um, I I do, but I don't. It's a it's. Oh, are you, I've already talked about it. Not like... the time. No, but I'm saying we're going to go. On. So if you were going to go back and watch a film. Oh. One of the films, one of the TV... Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. No, actually, hang on. No, because I watched Stargate with you recently, didn't I? Mm-hmm. What about the terrible film, Immortal? Should we go watch that? Maybe. Like, I'd watch the first ten minutes, and if it was all right, then I'd carry on. 2004. Yeah, like... Do, yeah. To be fair, all I can think Sky about... Sky Captain what, in the World of Tomorrow. No, I'd never watch that. I really want to watch The End of Commando, because I've never seen that before. <laughs> and I'm really interested to know what happens. Okay, <laughs> so there we are. We are at the end of the bite-sized episode of Hey Ho Finito in 2021. Is that really bite-sized? Yeah. <laughs> so if you would like to get in contact with us, please follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at what? Hey Ho Finito, or email us at heyhofinito at gmail.com. Henry, stop doing that. <laughs> Terrible. If you'd like to, if you'd like to suggest a, a future episode, please uh, contact us on any Can of those. Can someone suggest an episode? Because no one does. We'd have to think. Don't of, say and, that. And, 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 You're ruining <laughs> it. That goes against what I just said at the start. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just suggest something because it's very interesting to hear what other people want to, you know, know about. Well, in fact, we did have a lot of suggestions on our Instagram. Not that we're experts or anything. <laughs> so we might uh, delve into some of those. But anyway, <laughs> hopefully see you next week instead of a six months' time. But yeah, totally. It's been, it six months? It's been emotional. Well, it's February. How is that six months? That's a Finnegan's. I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, you always exaggerate. Quickly, Tom. Osiris, fetch my penis from the lake. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> ah. Hey ho, Finito! 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 Horus. Ooh. The Egyptian deity. Oh, I see. Yeah. The Birdman. The Birdman.